Hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome to the Awaken Life podcast. I know this is not Victor. This is Patty finally doing her own intro, right? Um, so today I am doing um, a podcast with the most amazing powerhouse of a woman, Jocelyn Dare. Um, Hi, Jocelyn. Hi. Hi. Um, Thank you so much for coming on and being a part of this. Um, This is a really, really, really exciting topic. We're going to be talking about um, sex and spirituality and the sacred sexuality that we all carry. Um, So um, the first thing that I want to do is um, uh, announce that... um, before we started the podcast, Jocelyn and I were talking about, um, of course, Rose, because she's super sensual anyway. She, of course, came into the space. Um, and Jocelyn has um, just told me about this special rose oil that she's um, going to be launching. And I'm like, I want one. I want one. I need it. I need it. <laughs> so do you want to um, tell them a little bit about the special rose oil before we get into the topic? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so this rose oil is usually rose oils are sourced from rose demicina mm-hmm. and this rose oil is called rose borbonia and it's very rare and this specific oil has been cultivated from multiple generations of women and so it's the grandmothers it's the mothers it's the daughters that are cultivating and working with the, this rose energy they pray with the roses as they plant them and as they grow they they grow them biodynamically meaning with the cycles of the moon and uh, the sun yes. they they dry them in temples and they they uh, distill this oil in a very specific ancient way that they've used for hundreds of generations. And actually, um, me and my colleague, Kalista, um, we, from She Is Love, which is the the oil name, She Is Love uh, anointing oil, mm. um, we, we were able to get access to this oil and we don't know when we'll get access to it again. So there's a short supply of it. And we're releasing it today on Mary Magdalene's feast day to celebrate the divine feminine energy and the energy of what women have to bring. The rose I feel embodies that so beautifully Mm -hmm. in her essence. And when I work with this oil specifically, the rose borbonia, what she does specifically is activates the third eye and the heart. And Mm. I feel that that connection is what the feminine often has to gift is like, yes, we are divine star beings, but we are also earth. Yes we're here to birth and we're here to bleed and we're here to, I mean, all those like really super taboo things that aren't really featured in society. But this oil I wanted to create as an anointing oil for women as a perfume Mm -hmm. to be able to anoint themselves, to remind themselves of the rose essence of the divine feminine and to be able to pass this on to other women, to be able to pass the knowledge and that oil. So I'm I'm so excited. I can't even, I can't even tell you like, I mean, you guys all know how much I love rose, but this is like a rose that I've not worked with because it's not um, one that you would typically get when you buy like rose oil or yeah. rose water or anything. You have to like seek that out. So I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't even stand it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So um, where can they find that? 
um, if they are, if, if anyone is interested in um, buying some of that. Yeah. So they can go to my website, jocelyndare.com. And that's spelled J-O-C-E-L-Y-N-D-A-H-E-R.com. And on there, I've got it on my web shop. And um, in the actual sacred gifting package, like when you buy it, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to be enclosing a PDF that explains where it's sourced from and also uh, how to use it. So a sacred ceremony that women can use with the oil. So beautiful. So as you, I, I, I know that um, you guys are going to love it because I can, Rose came in when she was talking about it before the podcast and she's like, you need that. So um, Rose told me that I need it. So you all need it too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so let's get into the um, the podcast. So first, um, I'm going to have you, Jocelyn, um, go ahead and just kind of tell the audience um, a little bit about yourself and um, how you sort of, yeah, how you came into um, becoming a, what I consider to be an expert on the sacred sexuality. Thank you, yeah. Um, so I've been working with these the sacred sexual teachings for the last 15 years now off and on just through self-study um but really i've had this imprint since i was a child and it's really ironic because i grew up in a super christian family Mm. which is like the antithesis Mm -hmm. of disconnecting from that aspect of ourselves yes yeah. yeah they they there's a lot of shame yep in modern day religion based around sexuality Mm -hmm. and what was amazing is right around the time that I I always was kind of connected to the Mary Magdalene energies which is she was named by the church as a prostitute but actually in my opinion which no one says this but I think that she was a high priestess Mm -hmm. and they've actually found just recently um, information where she was uh, seen as the closest disciple to Jesus. So Mm -hmm. it was a lost book of the Bible that is not included now. But anyway, this is like a detour. Yeah. So I'm going to get back to me and how this makes makes sense for me is I was always connected to creation energy is Mm -hmm. like what I like to call it. Mm -hmm. And so I was a very like sexual being, not not meaning like I had sex with everything but I was aware Mm -hmm. of this energy that was pumping through creation and like alive and creating babies and like doing its thing (laughs) so um when I went through puberty my mom connected me with Mary Magdalene and she said she's not who the bible like says that she Mm -hmm. is um and that sort of started me on a little road into it but but then I fell off of those teachings my parents got divorced Mm. and I basically ended up pregnant at 19. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's okay. okay. Sorry about the noise. We're we're outside, so there's going to be birds, and there's um, they're doing some building, I think, down the street from where we're staying. So there might be a little bit of noise, but I don't know if you guys can hear it because the microphones that we use are pretty good. But okay, yeah, great. But if you can, I apologize about the noise. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so after after that point, like that was such a huge initiation, which like was me getting pregnant, but it wasn't until much later, I'll fast forward. I I left an abusive relationship. This Mm -hmm. was like my hands-on experience. And then I ended up living in New Zealand. And when Mm -hmm. I lived in New Zealand, 
I actually was gifted by my partner this like amazing bouquet of roses. It was mm. like 20 roses. Mm. And her frequencies were like imbibing the entire house. Mm -hmm. And it was at that moment that Mary Magdalene started coming to me in my dreams. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I started to, back in 2015, more intensely studying sacred sexuality, dearmoring of the womb, uh, connecting to your womb, all of these sacred sexual ancient practices that had been sort of lost yeah. in the sands of time, I reconnected to those. Oh. And um, I had been studying that off and on, but this was like the, the catalyzing, the catalyzing point that really like set me on my trajectory to want to help women. And then I, I uh, sh like, shadowed underneath a woman who teaches red tent teachings which is all about clearing shame around menstruation accepting uh -huh. your body okay. body positivity things yeah. like that so i mix Beautiful. i mix a bunch of my teachings um I, I you know i study psychology the biology of the woman what makes a woman different from mm -hmm. a man and then sexology like how we can have pleasurable experiences as women yeah because one in in three women are not able to have uh, a multi-orgasmic experience, let alone some women just don't, they're not able to have yeah. an orgasm. Wow, yeah. So. It's so, um, it's really fascinating. Like just hearing you speak just is, uh, I could listen to you talk about this stuff all day. Um, but yeah, I find that um, one of the things that I feel is really important for like my coaching women that I work with um, is, like getting comfortable with their sexuality because mm -hmm. in today's society just the media alone kind of tells us like mixed views on what we should be mm -hmm. and it's kind of says like if you're not sexy you're not going to get what you want yeah if you're not um but then at the same time if you are sexy then you're a whore and you're shunned for it so but not and, and that's not even including like our social conditioning from our families and the things that we've created from religion or, or our family's beliefs. So um, I find it to be one of the most important things when you're becoming like an empowered woman and, and owning who you are, mm. just because if you're not owning all of you, which is sexual and sensual, and that is very much a part of what women are, like the divine feminine is fluid and sensual and flowy and she and and that's as women we carry that yes but absolutely. if we're not tapped into our own sexuality and what is important um for our own unique selves then how can we really be fully empowered right and um I find that a lot of um, spiritual women think that it's not connected. It can't be connected. They shut that part of themselves off because they're, well, I'm spiritual and I don't need that in my life. Right? Yeah. But I find it to be all connected, which is, you know, super, super interesting. So, um, so yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, sexual shame because um, I know that that is something I personally experienced a lot of um, just growing up because I was also um, in a religious background mm -hmm. and sex was not talked about. It was not um, really welcomed into the, our home. Yeah. And um, 
I too had a lot of sexual energy and um, still do, you know, (laughs) (laughs) which is great. Um, But I didn't understand that that was wholesome and pure as Mm -hmm. well because it was like taught to me to be dirty and like underground. Like you, you know, you don't talk about it. My sex talk consisted of, are you having sex? No, which was my answer, which was a lie. And then my mom was like, okay. And that was it. Like, we never talked about it again, oh, you know? Oh, goodness, yeah. So, um, so yeah, let's, I want to hear your view about um, sexual shame and kind of, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so shame is one of the only emotions that is learned, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's I mean, it, it's it's so ingrained in our society for shame to be connected to sexuality that there's an actual nerve called the pedendal nerve, oh. and pedendal means to be ashamed of, like wow. it's li- like literally written in the books of of like. But so so first of all, we have to understand that that shame comes from something that is is taught to us. Mm-hmm. We're taught to be ashamed of something that is inherently a part of our existence. Mm-hmm. And even more powerful than that, I believe that sexuality, when you're really connected to it, is the permission slip to exist. Mm-hmm. Because sexuality is how we came into the world. Right, I was just gonna say, like, we exist because of sex, right? Yeah. Like, that's, like, we're here now because we've been having it for millennia, yes. you know? <laughs> yeah, and what I love doing, specifically, mainly with women, um, I. I I know about the practices for men too, but I like working with women because I have that experience in my own body, but it's connecting women to what I call self-source sexuality Mm. and self-source sexuality is like connecting to your own definitions Mm -hmm. and understanding of what it means, just like you were saying, Mm -hmm. to be a sexual woman by your own terms. Right. Because what's appropriate for you may not be appropriate for me and the other way around. Exactly. That is okay. Yes. You know, and that's, beautiful and perfect and it's unique and different and it doesn't have to look a certain way because it's what's unique for us yes yeah and what I call it is like love in action you know because when women start like for example creating positive associations with like a self-pleasure practice Mm -hmm. even if that self-pleasure at first is just like I'm gonna eat this cake yeah I'm gonna slow down and I'm going to taste every bite yeah. and it's just going to be for me. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it doesn't have to be necessarily like sexual. Right. Because the sexual is in the sensual. Sexuality is about two things merging into one. Mm. So, for example, when you're eating the cake, for example, we can give ourselves permission there to start that sensual experience because Mm -hmm. we're merging with that bit of existence. And then maybe we want to take it into a bath, the way we put on lotion, Mm -hmm. the way we touch ourselves, the way we touch our skin. And then later self-pleasuring, you know? So on a realistic level, I think that shame is a really tricky thing because it's trauma. First of all, it, well, I'll start with this. So when you have a, natural memory mm-hmm. like that you have no trauma mm-hmm. around your brain takes it and it goes here's a start here's a middle here's an end and then it ties it up with a little bow mm-hmm. when we have trauma which is what a lot of us have based around our sexuality mm-hmm. which is really sad yeah is that the 
what happens in the brain is that our our mind scatters that memory. Mm. And so what we need to do with starting to embrace sexual shame, I think, is starting that love in action. And that that's going to help us to, that's going to help you, the, the listener, you know, mm-hmm. if you're interested in this, it's going to help you to rewire, like create new pathways in the brain that are telling your body, no, it's, it's, it's okay mm-hmm. to express this. It's okay to exist. It's okay to take up space. Mm. It's okay to procreate, to be a creator, to be a creatrix. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's, that's a, an easy place for women to start is like start and men start, start imbibing your life with more of a connection with who you are as a being and how that merges with other parts of creation. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be around sex itself. Right. Yeah. I I actually had my women do, um, a, an exercise where they fully received pleasure, whatever that looked like. It could have just, and for me, what I did was I being in Sedona, I, like just looked out at the red rocks we were i don't even remember where we were but we were at a place that had a beautiful view which is like 99.9 percent of sedona um and i just really drank in the beauty of sedona and just received it and just Mm. it was amazing so um i i and i had my women do that i was like even if it's just touching your leg or um you know, eating something delicious, like you said, um, or, um, yeah, drinking a really good glass of wine that you just love or something, whatever, whatever it is, just really receive that fully into your being. And that's really, that was a really powerful exercise for, for people to do because, um, we don't fully receive a lot of things Mm -hmm. in life. Like right now we're sitting outside and it's, we're like, there's a bunch of beautiful trees and, you know, like looking around, I don't fully receive the beauty of what we're, where we're at right in this moment, yeah. because it does take some energy to kind of do that. But, um, when you do, it's just magnificent, you know? Yes. And I feel like the more that you do that, the easier it becomes, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. And what what we have with a lot of women is that we're trained that our sexuality is not our own. Yeah. We we are we are made to look good, to mm-hmm. sound good, to be palatable mm-hmm. to to men. And we take that, we internalize that and we take it into the bedroom. And if we're not performing, if we're not, you know, this is an area where where we ex nay, we close out our ability to give gift ourselves what are what we deserve, which first and foremost is the right to feel pleasure. Right. And yeah. you know? Yeah. And so um so where I think that women can really explore is like what is your self source sexuality? Yeah. How do you, how can you, um, ever get to be, a, a you know, have a man gift you the experience, gift you the experience <laughs> of, um, being a multi-orgasmic woman. If you've never gone on the journey within yourself to find out how to get there. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's giving women the permission beyond all the social conditioning, whatever your parents have told you. 
mm-hmm. journeying inside your heart and finding your body and giving your yourself your your body the love that it deserves first and then yeah. everything else starts to ripple from there yeah oh my gosh that's so spot on i'm i'm like just in heaven right now just <laughs> listening to you speak um one thing that came in when you were talking about sexual shame um is that um like uh, there's a lot of people not just women men too that yeah. have experienced um sexual trauma mm-hmm. and what are your thoughts about um like how if someone's created or, or not created if someone's had um sexual trauma in mm-hmm. their past what do you f- feel like, how do you feel that affects their their sexual shame? Is it connected, do you think? Or is the sexual shame something completely different? I, I think that they're intrinsically connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. Our, our experiences that we have in life create the associations that we go through through life. You know, so this is going to affect most likely your experiences with your partners, with your, even yeah. your friends and family. Yeah. Because your your own identity, your connection to yourself exudes into every relationship that you have. Yeah. So, yeah. and I, I'm definitely not a trauma. I'm not a trained, like, right. trauma I just wanted your take on it, yeah. I, but from my experience, you know, from the last four years of working with different people, I definitely noticed that yeah. they're the experiences that they've had, especially in young adulthood, if it's happened there mm-hmm. and then, yeah. really affect their relationships. And so this is why it's important to go into the shadow work, go into mm-hmm. the trauma. And of course, to have a professional that's there with you, that's going to be able to give you the tools and the coping mechanisms right. and the ability to go in to transform that, Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, especially when we're talking about sexual trauma, yep. sexual assault, sexual abuse Mm -hmm. um it's really important to have someone outside of yourself to help lead you into those processes Mm. and help you with that that guidance into self-love and and self-understanding of why this happened because one of the things that i know with sexual shame is that one of the belief systems that gets created is that this happened to me because it was my fault i did something to Mm -hmm. attract this there's something right. wrong with me. Yep. And mm-hmm. then we stigmatize who we are as beings. And that follows, you know, that follows you throughout your life. But the, the switch happens. And of course, like you can mentally know this, but this is why the somatic healing is so uh, healing, meaning like going into the body, doing like specific practices, working with practitioners to heal that sexual shame and trauma is that. It, go, it can go deeper into the, those layers and we start to be able to see that it, it wasn't our fault. Mm-hmm. It's not because of us. It's not, it's not something that's inherently wrong with us that made us attract that experience. Right. It's just, it, it, it was like a human drama and experience mm-hmm. and, and you get to play that out, you know, through, through the the therapy yeah whichever you're choosing to go into yeah beautiful so um before we started jocelyn took me through this amazing invocation of um connecting with the womb and we did some beautiful breathing so let's talk about um connecting with the womb and um yeah, one, maybe how we could do it. Two, 
uh, why it's important. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, we'll just go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, in Chinese medicine, what they talk about, women, women are really lucky and, and men, you, you have an energetic womb as well. They talk yeah. about this too. Mm-hmm. Um, but for women, we, we have a physical, actual embodiment. They call it the second heart. The, mm-hmm. the womb is the second heart. That's and beautiful. in Chinese medicine, they talk about the heart being so important because it's an empty vessel. So it's there to listen to all the other organs. Mm. It's there to be a receiver and a, a guide. It's called the emperor of the mm. organs. So, wow. um, and what Chinese medicine actually talks about being so special about the feminine body is that she has two hearts. She mm. has two embodiments of this like open receiving energy. Wow. And beyond that, it has the capacity to create, to create life. Yeah. First of all, literally if we choose to, Yeah, which that is our right to do as well. Yes. Um, but why it's important to connect to this center is because this is this is first of all it holds a lot of information although it's an empty place of although it's an empty like vessel right it's hollow yeah yeah what they talk about in a lot of the esoteric um lineages is that the womb connects us to the infinite portal of the divine so we can connect to this place that not only connects to our own ancestry because if you think about it your egg was being developed in your mother as she was in your grandmother's womb yes i know it i heard about that and i was like oh my god that's just like so fascinating to me yeah but these prime these these indigenous (coughs) communities um, a lot of these ancient cultures, they they knew that the womb was a connection point to the infinite. It mm-hmm. was it was like a portal of where souls would come into into the world, and I think that we've we've lost that because we've had this you know patriarchal sort of narrative, mm-hmm. and that's okay. We're living it out, and we're we're yeah. we're creating the balance perfect. right now. Yep. But um, they they wanted to strip women with this connection i think of power mm-hmm. uh, because when there there were specific women that were seen as oracles and the way that they were oracles is they would connect to the womb and the womb would be the entry point to this mm-hmm. infinite vast form of creation and in that place was timelessness and mm. it was the ability to be able to read time and uh, tell someone's fate or you know whatever they would utilize it for yeah so um, so it's a really interesting gateway that I feel is really unutilized by a lot of women because we've been we've just forgotten and there's not people that are teaching women when we're young hey like take some time sit down do a meditation yeah connect Connect to your womb Mm -hmm. and so that's the consciousness part of how you connect to the womb but actually like on a biological level so when we're talking about the way neurologically our brain connects to our womb our womb our yoni if you Mm -hmm. our reproductive system so we're talking about the uterus the cervix the vagina like all of the areas that make up the womb the womb the yoni are made of muscles Mm -hmm. and so what what happens when we get tense we yeah, like clench load up. that yes, into yes. our muscles and yeah. when we are that you know the the womb is connected to the sacral but also the base chakra when we are not safe when our safety is cut off cut off yeah. mm-hmm. or 
or even like when our consent has been broken mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. Maybe somebody like interrupts you in a conversation. We, we, cl- it doesn't necessarily have to be abuse, but right. yeah. we clench mm-hmm. when we let something in that we're not ready for mm-hmm. even. Yeah. We, we absorb that trauma in our womb. And so I talked about getting to know about dearmoring. And so what dearmoring the womb is about beyond just connecting. So you can meditate with your womb. You can ask her like energetically. You can go into yourself and and connect with the womb energies by just placing your hands over your womb and doing some womb breathing. That's what we Mm -hmm, did together. Which was amazing. (laughs) But you can also physically go in, connect with the the vaginal walls that are made of muscle and and help relax and release these memories uh-huh. these bits of trauma that have been embedded in the womb mm. throughout your lifetime so once these memories get get released what i found in my personal experience and and in coaching women through this process is that's when this oracle nature this portal starts to open up Mm. And we start to experience the gateway between the physical world being the physical womb, you know, to the spiritual realm being connected. And we start to really have a a deep connection to our own unique soul essence because our DNA, our, our soul encodement is there. It's like just waiting for us to access. Right. Yeah. I'm just... I'm, I'm like speechless because it's, it's, it was such a powerful meditation. It was super quick too. It only took us like a minute or two to do. And, um, it made me realize like, I've never really connected with my womb like that Mm. ever. Um, I mean, not in that way, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. when I was pregnant, you know, I, I would connect with the, my womb, obviously. And there's <laughs> other times when you connect with your womb, but there was something super sacred and really special about connecting with, with her, you know, with her energy without any expectation or asking for anything really. Yeah. And, um, I just highly, highly recommend that we do this regularly because it was like, it was just super powerful for me. Mm. So I'm, I'm, thank you for taking me through that. I know I already thanked you, but, um, but yeah. Um, did you want to add anything to that? Yeah. Yeah, So the practice, just to expand on what we did to let, you know, you, the listener know what we, so what we did before the call was we did a thing that I learned from a woman named Ellie Drake. And, um, she teaches women about feminine biology, but what we did was called brave heart breathing and brave heart breathing connects you to your nervous system, but mainly your vagus nerve system, which has the ability, it's, it's the part of your nervous system that tells you everything's safe, don't worry, we can relax. Mm. And this is a really important thing for women because it releases this chemical called oxytocin. Mm-hmm. And we are different as women than men. So men, they thrive off of adrenaline and testosterone. Women, 
we thrive, so our cells grow and replicate and we are the healthiest when we release oxytocin. And what oxytocin tells our body to do is bond. It's what bonds us to our children. Mm. It's what bonds us to our girlfriends. Mm -hmm. It's what bonds us to life in general. And women are the weavers of life and mm. connection. And so this, this practice was created by Ellie Drake, I think, to ignite and connect women to this vagus nerve system and help us reconnect to our own intelligence of our biology because mm -hmm. this world is all go, go, go. And yeah. it's and all about that. That's that the masculine, masculine energy. energy. Mm -hmm. But the feminine energy on a biological level is about deep connection to the heart. Mm -hmm. It's about courage and pleasure and surrender and mm -hmm. intuition. And um, she's assertive as well, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. She's like a connector. She's a weaver. She's the spider woman, like weaving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. the web of life <clears throat> and creating life. And so when you do this breath work, what it does is it ignites it ignites that pathway and it connects you directly. There there's literally the nervous system that we're talking about, the the wiring, if you will. If you'll imagine your nervous system is like it's courting, like from your brain to your entire body and it's communicating all the time. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is we are connecting to a a super highway, if you will, mm -hmm. of feminine connection that runs all throughout the body, through your breasts, down into your tummy, deep into your womb. And it's telling your body just with this natural breath, it's time to relax, girl. Yeah. It's time to take a breather. It's time yes. to just let go and let live yeah. as the woman that you are in the world. Oh, and it was, um, it was just so amazing. So again, it's called uh, brave heart breathing. Yeah. And, um, I, I might put yeah. together a mini course for women. Oh on this yeah. So they you can totally should. It. Yeah. You totally should. Yeah. It would be amazing. Yeah. You could do like, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it okay. later. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it later, but, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was really amazing just taking, and it was just a minute and yeah. you know, you could expand on anything, you know, but it was really powerful and beautiful mm. okay so um i don't really ha i don't have anything um else i feel like we could kind of go off on on different tangents and things but um, um i feel like pretty complete Me and, too, and yeah. i'm just so happy and grateful that you were able to come on here and um, share this because it's such an important aspect of um, being a spiritual being, being an empowered woman, being an empowered man, yes, an empowered absolutely. human being to connect with that sexual part of us that is always there. It's mm. always going to be there. And it's one of the most disconnected aspects of human in general, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and um, it was really, really amazing having you on here. So thank you. Thank you so much, Miss Jocelyn. Thank you. And again, if you guys are interested in purchasing that rose oil that we talked about, which is going to be amazing. I cannot <laughs> wait to get mine. Um, and um, or just find out about Jocelyn and, and um, what she's doing. Her website is jocelyndare.com. It's J-O-C-E-L-Y-N-D-A-H-E-R.com. So thank you again, honey. 
And um, thank you guys all for listening. And um, I hope you guys all have a beautiful week. Namaste.